Turn with me in your Bibles to Psalm 89. Psalm 89. This psalm is a psalm described by Maskell at the top of this psalm in the inscription. And the word Maskell means a psalm of instruction. And it's a Maskell of Ethan the Ezraite, who was a very wise man, according to 1 Kings, where it says that Solomon was very wise, even wiser than Ethan the Ezraite, which lets us know that Ethan was very wise. And so we have a psalm of instruction from a very wise man. And let us see if we can't be instructed and lifted up in it. This psalm is broken up into several sections that are quite obvious, and then smaller sections. And I want to focus on the first 37 verses, and not the last section from 42 through the end of the psalm, that change a little bit the first section. So let me read to you Psalm 89, 1-1. Through 37. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever, and build up thy throne to all generations. Selah. And the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee or to thy faithfulness round about thee? Thou rulest the raging of the sea when the waves thereof arise, thou stillest them. Thou hast broken Rahab in pieces as one that is slain Thou hast scattered thine enemies with thy strong arm. The heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. The north and the south thou hast created them. Tabor and Hermon shall rejoice in thy name. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong is thy hand, and high is thy right hand. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day. And in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy favor our horn shall be exalted. For the Lord is our defense and the Holy One of Israel is our King. Then thou spakest in a vision to thy Holy One, and saidst, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen out of the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. With whom my hand shall be established, mine arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not exact upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. 
And I will beat down his foes before his face and plague them that hate him. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him. And in my name shall his horn be exalted. I will set his hand also in the sea and his right hand in the rivers. He shall cry unto me, Thou art my father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. Also I will make him my firstborn higher than the kings of the earth. My mercy will I keep for him forevermore, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. If his children forsake my law and walk not in my judgments, if they break my statutes and keep not my commandments, then will I visit their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Once have I sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David. His seed shall endure forever, and his throne as the sun before me. It shall be established forever as the moon, and as a faithful witness in heaven. Selah. Amen. Psalm 89, 1 through 37, I want to focus on two words. Covenant and faithfulness. There's a covenant that was given to David starting in the first few verses that run down through verse 37. I want to rejoice in this faithfulness of the covenant that we have through David. I want to focus in verse 1 on the words, with my mouth. What are you doing with your mouth? Are you singing of the mercies of the Lord? And are you exclaiming the faithfulness to all generations? We have an act of worship. It's not just one of you in your heart. It's one of an outward show of showing the Lord that you are thankful and using your mouth in such a manner. Verses 3 and 4 focus on this covenant there's a covenant with, the, with his chosen. His chosen was David, not any of his brothers, and not even Saul. His covenant was made with David. He swore unto David, his servant, that he was going to establish this covenant through, his, through the throne of David to all generations. Amen. In other places, it mentions that this covenant is considered the sure mercies of David. Both Isaiah and Acts exclaim that to us. They're sure mercies of David. We see this word faithfulness mentioned several times, verse 1, verse 2, and again in verse 5. So there's a faithfulness the Lord is bringing to pass here that we want to focus on. As we move down into verses 6 through 14, it changes from the faithfulness of God in this covenant to the one that made the covenant and his ability to perform it. A covenant's only as good as the ability of the one making it. We make covenants, we sign marriage covenants, we have covenants with banks, with lawyers, with other things in this, in this earth. But the Lord made a covenant, and He has the power to keep it. The covenant that He's made has a signature guarantee. He's done everything that needs to be done to make sure that it will come to pass. In verse 8, it says that the Lord dwells in faithfulness. I found that unique, that it's round about Him. 
He dwells in something that we can barely even comprehend in true faithfulness. In verse 9, I love that he has power and an ability to perform his covenant. It says that he rules even the raging of the sea. And not only does he rule the raging, he can still them as well. So he has power to make the waves and to still them. Verse 14, we heard earlier that justice and judgment are his habitation and mercy and truth. He has both. He has to have justice and judgment, but he also has mercy and truth. And they come together in our God. And he is the perfection of those things. Verses 15 through 18 explain the blessing that comes from this God performing this covenant and doing it with faithfulness. We see that blessed is that people that know that joyful sound. Yes. There was a very terrible sound that came from Mount Sinai, yes. one that, it, that it caused exceeding fear and quaking. But this sound is not that sound. This is a joyful sound of his people, those of his covenant. Verses 15 through 18 also tell us how we ought to react and the things that we ought to do because of this covenant and his power to us. But I want to focus more so right now on the verses 30 through 37. In verse 30, in the midst of this power and might that the Lord has given to David, as we see in the preceding verses, he changes and mentions that although your children may forsake my law and walk not in my judgments, and they may break my statutes and keep not my commandments. We've all been caught, we've all been found in those verses. We've all done these things. But he is merciful that he says that he will visit the transgression with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. We know that he does that in mercy. He does that in kind, gentle, pushing us back to him, as we see in the book of Hebrews. And we're thankful for that. For in that we find out that we are truly his dear children and not cast out completely. To me, one of the most precious words in the entire Bible is this next word, the word that starts verse 33. This covenant that he has made with us, the power of the Lord God to keep this covenant, forces him to say this word. In the midst of these things that we've done, nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, David, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail, he made a covenant with David. And although his children had gone astray, and even David at times, nevertheless. I love that word. In verse 37, it says that this covenant shall be established forever as the moon and as a faithful witness in heaven. And it ends with Selah. Stop, think, and consider what you've just read. A covenant with David, the power of God to perform it, the blessings of those that believe in it, the strength for the king if he will trust in it, and the mercy of nevertheless if we fall away from it. Now I ask you, has the Lord been faithful in this covenant? He promised David something. He promised that he was going to have a throne that would last forever and to all generations. Now let me ask you, has he been faithful when he brought forth a seed to Mary and Joseph? From David. Amen. Was he faithful when he brought him through his difficult teenage years? Was he faithful when he helped him through the temptation and the wilderness? Was he faithful when he brought him through the midst of the angry mobs? Was he faithful when he cried, as it were, 
great drops of blood in the garden? Was he faithful when he went to his ridiculous trial, had scourgings, and was mocked? Was he faithful when he was stripped naked and nailed to a cross? Was he faithful while he watched his son be ridiculed on a cross and he was laughed at? Was he faithful when this son, this seed of David, cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Was he still faithful to all generations? Was he faithful when he gave up the ghost? It seems as though he wasn't faithful. He gave up the ghost. He was done. I answer, yes, he was faithful. When he tore the bars away and he arose from the dead, and that day and even now, he most assuredly is in paradise. He promised that he would leave a seed to David that would endure forever. And I stand here today. That covenant still stands. Will you sing the mercies of the Lord with me? Will you declare that faithfulness to all generations? Amen.